0: I kid you not, the interface looked exactly like one of the companies that we were using currently. And I said, I wanted you to make something that works similar to that. I didn't want you to make the exact same thing. And then I remember I wake up one morning and I get an email. And the subject line of this email says cease and desist. Hi, my name is Vince Reed. Hey, what's going on? Vince Reed here and welcome back to the DM. I hope you guys are getting a lot of value. The feedback has been amazing. We have people messaging us, telling us that these episodes are better than cable and that they're learning so much about digital marketing. And some people are saying they're not even in digital marketing and they're enjoying the show. So that's great news. So make sure you hit the like button and you subscribe so you don't miss a thing because it really helps the channel. And also be sure to check out the recap shows. They're a lot of fun. We dive into some of the information that I don't get to cover on the episodes and I get to mess around with Mike, the producer, and really embarrass him and just have a lot of fun. So make sure you check those out. And with that being said, let's get started. Before I dive into the details of that, I wanna rewind, like way back, no, further back, further back, way back before the actual event. Because I failed to share with you guys the craziness of the whole buildup and lead into the event. I mean, this was my first event. I didn't even send emails out to verify, to check if people were gonna show up. And I remember when we got to the hotel, I was already nervous about this being my first event. I was nervous because I didn't see the software. And I was just like, I hope I don't trip going up on stage. And most importantly, I hope people actually show up. And I remember my right hand man, you know, he said, hey, we've got a meet and greet. You know, today people are registering for the event and you're supposed to go down there and meet people. That was part of them getting their ticket. I remember being terrified, and I literally refused to leave the room. I mean, this went on for well over 45 minutes. I was late, and finally my right-hand man, is like, man, you've gotta go. He's like dragging me out, and I finally leave. I'm so nervous, because in my head, no one is gonna be at this event. I'm gonna be staying up there. There's gonna be one person in there. Like, great, great talk, Vince, great talk, Vince. I think if anyone has had a live event, you know that you thought about that as well. Like I'm gonna have this event and nobody actually shows up. Anyhow, we get down there and I remember I'm like walking and I'm already late and I don't see really anyone. And, and it's crazy cause this is kind of a small to medium sized hotel. And finally, like all of these people kind of come around this corner um, at the hotel and you know, they're like, Vince, what's going on? And they start coming up and they're like, man, it's so awesome. You know, we love the company. We're so excited that you had this event. And it was like 30 or 40 people. And literally at that moment, my tension went from up here to down here, I was still in the middle because I still had to produce and deliver on an amazing event that I, you know, had promised. And also, you know, in the back of my mind was, man, is this software going to even be what I expect it to be? So the event went off, it was great. We had one of our biggest days in terms of sales um, with my, my company. Like the system was like running on all cylinders. It was crazy. And you know, I remember sitting there like here I am at this event and I took the VIP party's guys' like advice and had this event, which I was terrified to do. You know, I took his advice um, in terms of you know, things I should do with the business, and that's something that I had failed to share with you guys. There was actually like a secret meeting. Yeah, there was a meeting that took place after I actually saw him in Vegas where he made me share the steak with him. Um, he was actually speaking at a different event um, a few weeks later, and he's like, hey, come down and, and let's connect. So, I went down to San Diego and it was crazy. We didn't do anything. We didn't go out. There was no party scene. There was no California version of Mr. X going down. We literally, for the whole entire evening, just talked business. And for whatever reason, he broke down his entire system step by step by step because it was crazy. I remember I was thinking back like the entire time, like when I got. Back from the Vegas trip, where he, when I first saw him and all the numbers and all the money he was making, and in my mind I had an idea of what he was doing, and it was crazy. Had I not went to meet him at that secret meeting um, where we just talked about business and he, you know, shared all of his strategies and all of his secrets with me, I would have literally created the wrong thing. What I thought he was doing was not what he was doing at all it took that meeting for me to really dial it in to make it work and here i am about to have my first live event having the biggest sales day of my life and you know people actually there ready to learn from me it was crazy so if you're a person that you know you know feels like you know things are too difficult and you don't believe in certain things and you're afraid to take certain actions i can tell you man on the other side of fear you know, there's a lot of amazing things that will happen in your life, because this entire process, even in, in this entire you know DM series, there's been a lot of fear, a lot of things like, well, people even like this information, and you just keep breaking down those barriers, you keep just challenging yourself, and amazing things happen. But now it's time to take the stage and have the event. And now we can fast forward back to where we were, to the bad news. So I get back home and again, instead of celebrating this amazing event, you know, I get the email of, you know, cease and desist from this company uh, that created the pages that said we basically were sealing their IP. And, you know, I'm boiling, I'm extremely hot. And I remember I call my you know legal team on the phone, they have me on speakerphone, we had to set up this crazy meeting, and like all of the like, you know, partners in the company are there, and I'm hearing clapping in the background. Like people are clapping and they're like congratulate they're congratulating me and i'm like getting more angry like as every clap happens i'm like is this a joke like what's funny and why are you guys clapping and to make you know a long story short they're like congratulations you're now a real company you're not a real business until someone tries to sue you and i'm like really Really? That's why you guys are clapping? In my back of my mind, I'm like they're clapping because they know they're about to get paid. And that's exactly what happened. So I remember I had to send over a bunch of money to send this letter. I had to go do all this discovery and you know they had to get all this stuff for me to prove that, you know, I won, never wanted to copy anyone, because that's just not how I am. I think that's, you know, stupid. And something that I realized right then and there was, you you know, when you say something literally to a developer, they're gonna take you literally, like they're gonna create what you say. And for that, I do take full responsibility because I said, hey, I want something that operates like this. I just didn't know they were gonna create an exact replica. Right? So I'm sending all this information over, and I'm contacting the developers, and we're having talks. And I'm you know, going from really upset, blaming them, to calming down, you know, blaming me, to blaming them. And they're swearing. We did not steal anything from them. This is our own thing. You know, to build a page, here's the code. Look at this page. It's the same code over in this company. They're building pages. It's just the way that you code these things. And I'm saying, well, that's not why they're upset. They're upset because it looks and functions the exact same. So you know, what we're going to do right now is we're going to shut this thing down. I'm not going to play around with this one i don't want to copy anyone you know i paid you guys to build me software to build pages not to copy someone so we're going to start over we're going to change this entire interface let's just shut it down and you know the one thing that i was really upset about in terms of setting it down was not the fact that i had to shut it down because i honestly kind of agreed we shouldn't look just like them and i wanted to start over fresh the one thing that i was disappointed about was that we had to shut down the name because part of the cease and desist was that we could not use the domain internet traffic pages.com which I felt was gonna be amazing I mean we were before you know a lot of the companies that we know and use today so we could have been that who knows you know who knows what that company could have been had we not hit that roadblock but anyhow tens of thousands of dollars later to send simple replies to prove that we had shut it down you know they ended up not doing anything and we were great so a few months go by and I get another email from the company suing me and this time it's them shutting my account down that I was using with them. So I had an account I was using their software and I was using it for my company and all of the people that were promoting the system were using those pages. It was literally a part of our entire system and somehow they found out that I was using it and they shut my account down. So now here I am thinking to myself, you've got to be kidding me. You've got to be kidding me. I got away from Apple, right, with the whole, you know, app situation. You know, I got away with the last situation with the development of that other company that I had started. And now here I am again where, you know, a third party is trying to put a hammer to something that I'm trying to build. So I go into scramble mode, and I'm like, what are we gonna do? Now we've gotta find another company to host these pages to promote this you know, this product in the system that we have that's exploding. And people are going crazy because all of a sudden all of their stuff is not working, right? Because it's not just my business, we have other people promoting um, you know, the system as well. I remember we were trying to rebuild the software, right? We were changing the interface and we were making it more our own. And I remember I bought the domain MITS pages and we were gonna relaunch new interface you know, clean code, all that good stuff. You know, they assured me, you know, we're good, right? So MITS Pages was short for my internet traffic system. So we just added the pages on the end, which was perfect mix between the company, Branding and an awesome tool that our users could leverage to generate more leads and sales. So I called them up We've got to speed this process up We got to get this page thing up like in a week because we don't have a business right now and people can't promote They go. Okay, great. You can use it But I don't feel comfortable letting other people use it. Oh well, fine, whatever, right? We get the domain midst pages And I create the system and it's fine. It's working. You know, it's a new brand new interface It's really cool. We have our own templates. Everything's great and I'm excited. It's free and you know people in, in our organization are seeing me use it. They're asking me when can they use it and everyone's excited and everything's good. That is until another few weeks go by where we get another email from the same exact company. And what does it say in the subject line? Cease and desist, right? Now they wanted us to shut down the new company. They're like, oh, we went and we searched through the code and we see some similarities between what we're doing. You're still trying to take what is that we have and and duplicated all this stuff. And now I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. So here it is, like, it's like, you know, Groundhog Day. Now I go back and I'm calling the team, the developers, like, what happened? They're saying this again. I thought you guys told me that everything was good. I don't know what they're saying. This makes no sense. And I call the lawyer team, they're clapping again. I want to go through the phone and slap them 10 times. I'm like, what the heck is going on? I mean, this is costing me literally tens of thousands of dollars. My business is um, you know, going down. People are mad because they can't promote. We're losing partners, we're losing affiliates. This is supposed to be the greatest time of my life. We just had this awesome event. I have this system that I know works. Now the software company that should have been the, you know, the next big thing is now just in turmoil and I don't know what I'm gonna do. So I'm fighting back and forth. You know, 10,000 to the you know, legal team, it feels like every single week. And all they're doing is sending an email proving that it wasn't something that we stole. And every time we would do that, they'd be like, oh, okay, our bad. That's what the other company would say. Okay, you're right. So I would have to pay money for them to send a notification to basically prove that we didn't do it. And they would just do this over and over and over again. And then finally, my legal team said, this is just a tactic. A lot of these companies, especially ones that raise money, they just keep just coming after you, even though they know that you didn't do anything. One, they want to eliminate their competitors. And two, they feel like that you don't have big enough or deep enough pockets to maintain and keep the company running. And at this point, I'm like, you know what? Like, this is just crazy. I mean, I I don't want to keep battling this. The software is free. We're fighting on spending tens of thousands of dollars for a capture page system that's free, that's designed to be used as a lead magnet to capture new people that would want to essentially be part of our system. Shut it down, you know, it's over. Call the development teams, cut the site right now. And before I did that, I actually had to find some other companies that I could use to create pages. And it was perfect timing because, you know, I had heard a little rumor that, uh, you know, my buddy Russell Brunson was coming out with some new software to build pages. It was this little company that you may have heard about called ClickFunnels. I had a new person to partner with. So I created a ClickFunnels account, created all my pages in in the software, and we were back up and running, you know, within 48, 72 hours. So shortly thereafter, I get a call from a buddy of mine who is really big in the network marketing home business space. And he hears about my internet traffic system and all of the training and he sees people making money and he wants to be part of it and he gets started. And it was crazy. I remember, you know, I'm at the house one day and I'm just sitting there and it reminded me a lot of, you know, the days when we launched the app company where sales were just popping left and right. Every time I would hit refresh, sales were coming in and you know, I just start hearing my phone go off. I'm, start, I'm seeing all of these sales coming in and it's from him. And you know, what was crazy about it is I took a lot of the lessons that I learned from my mentor and his system. In the members area, there was a leaderboard and, you know there was these individuals that were doing amazing a lot of them had spoke at my event but now we got this new heavy hitter that's in and I mean within one day he went from not being on the leaderboard to surpassing everybody I mean this guy was making a sale it felt like you know every single five minutes he just obliterated everyone made multiple six figures with the system and it was crazy and he was so excited from the results because he had been part of other systems that were I would say kind of similar but he had never seen that type of fast growth and the way the system was dialed in you know just like my buddy from the VIP party had told me it was working on all cylinders and extremely smooth people were getting results it was amazing because of his success he's like hey man I'm having an event um, in Florida Uh, you should come by and speak you can talk about the system and obviously teach lead generation strategies and it'll be awesome and I'm like cool and uh, it it was funny because you know up until that point I only had spoke at a couple events and it really got me thinking about it and it was like You know, I remember being mad at the point where I would think there was something against me, like people didn't want me to speak at these events for whatever reason. And then I realized when now I'm starting to get invited is that, you know, people love to connect with people that make them better, especially people that make a lot of money, right? People that make a lot of money, they want to connect with people that are are making it happen. So once I gave people the ability to speak at my event, and when they saw that I was able to put you know, people in seats in a room, I think it opened up the door for, one, people to say, hey, I'd like to speak at his next event, so if I have one, maybe I should invite him. And that was when I started to get all these people asking me to speak at events. You know, I've never asked to speak at an event. I've never like, filled out an application and said, hey, I'm a speaker. Typically it's the event host that's having an event, has heard about me or bought one of my products and invites me. With that being said, if you're having an event and you need a speaker to talk about lead generation and marketing, call me. But anyhow, so I go, to, I get ready to go to this event. I accept to speak at his event and it's in Florida. I tell my right hand man, this is perfect because now the system's up and running. We got everything up on ClickFunnels and people are making money and it's good. This was the perfect getaway for what had been, you know, a past few months of just craziness. So what was crazy about this whole trip is that I had to have these order forms for people to fill out to purchase the product. And I remember we were totally last minute. We went to Kinko's and, you know, they were telling us they were gonna be ready in time. It wasn't ready the day before. And I remember our flight was really early and we had to go down there and we ended up having to get like this cheaper version of the whole like form that we really didn't want. But I was desperate, I needed these in order to Pitch from stage, and what was crazy is we finally got them just in time, got to the airport, and barely made our flight because we were sitting here waiting for these crazy order forms to sell this product. So finally, we get to our room and um, we're able to get settled. I go down to the event, and it's amazing. You know, it's a packed house. I would say it's probably like somewhere between four and six hundred people there. And I remember just being extremely nervous because this was going to be the first event where I I was going to sell from stage so you know I was I was nervous I remember I didn't really talk to a lot of people I would just kind of you know sit in the back and I was just really focused on the speakers because some of them were pitching as well I wanted to see you know what was going on when they would make a pitch or make an offer and I remember one person made an offer and I remember watching and not a lot of people purchased and I was like oh my gosh how embarrassing to get up there and pitch a product and no one want to buy it so now I'm having all these you know thoughts in my head oh gosh now I have to speak and What if no one wants to purchase the product? But anyhow, um, it's about that time where I have to go up on stage and sell for the first time. I remember I went into that hallway and I start pacing. It was the same feeling I would get when I was about to go out the tunnel for a football game running out in front of like 70,000 people depending on what stadium you were playing in. So anyhow, I'm walking and I remember this lady, she comes up and she starts talking to me. And I'm pacing and I have to go on stage in like 15 or 20 minutes and you know i don't want to say hey you know can you give me a few minutes i'm about to go on stage i'm trying to be nice and i remember i was sweating like crazy because i didn't want to be mean to the lady and be like you gotta go i gotta get ready um, and be rude because I was like, maybe she'd be the only one that buys. So I better be nice, right? And time goes down and she's talking to me. And I remember there's five minutes left. And finally they go, Vince, so you ready? And then she, you know, she walks over. Oh, she's about, you're about to, to talk. You should have just told me. You probably were trying to get ready. And I'm like, uh, yeah, lady. <laughs> but anyhow, um, I go over and they get me mic'd up. And I go on stage and, you know, I start to deliver. And I remember I'm pacing back and forth and I remember I just tell myself, slow down, stop pacing. You look like you're running wind sprints up here on, on the stage because I'm so nervous that I have to make an offer, which is why I don't think I ever really make offers on any other any other event that I've uh, spoke at. I just want to give value because I think it takes away, at least for me, my focus of delivering the content. But. Yeah, at the end of the day I delivered the content and I remember talking about all the newest and latest lead generation strategies and a lot of the people in that audience they had no idea about some of these strategies that I was using everything from you know running Twitter ads you know to literally running ads on movie theater screens. People were blown away and I basically made this offer, um, which was cool because um, it wasn't like a physical product that had to be done. I was able to sell something that wasn't even created yet. And you know I planned it to where I would deliver this content if they purchased in such a fashion to where it could be part of my existing system. So you know, essentially they were purchasing something that was gonna help my existing company grow anyways, right? So it was 10 webinars that they would get over 10 weeks. And each webinar was a different marketing strategy. And it was like an hour to like, you know, two hours long and great detail what it is, why it works, how to set it up. And I remember I started the offer. I was like, you know, it's not gonna be $5,000. It's not gonna be, you know, $3,000 today. You can get it right now today for, you know, like $1,500, like $1,497. And I just kept going on. And I remember my time was running out. And they were like, you got, your time's up. So I felt like I even got to the end without being able to really close the way that I truly wanted to, but people were blown away because the whole presentation I was just giving examples of me generating leads using these strategies. So I come off the stage and immediately in the corner of the of the event all these people kind of swarm me and they're asking questions. You know the questions are coming at me like a million miles an hour where I feel like a pitcher is throwing a fastball at me and I'm answering the questions and I remember thinking like I wonder if anyone's even getting it because everybody it felt like everyone was talking to me but nobody was getting it. I remember had all of the you know the little receipt you know paper things with all the information of what they get and I'm like. Where is he? I didn't even see him. I didn't know where he was, but I just remember people coming up and asking me questions. And finally, once the crowd dwindled away, and um, you know the next speaker was getting ready, to, ready to start, I'm like looking like I just played a football game, drenched in sweat, nervous, kind of embarrassed. I don't know why I'm would be embarrassed. I guess I'm embarrassed because I don't know if anyone bought. I'm just having all kind of crazy emotions. Right? I walk out of the of the room, and I see out there at the table and he's like standing on the wall and he's just kind of like looking at me like serious and I remember saying how did everything go and he's like it, it's, it went pretty good but right when he would start to tell me something somebody else would walk up and say something so I'm like we got to go to the room right so we start walking down the hall and every three seconds someone else from the event who was in the you know in there listening to me speak keeps talking to me so I can't figure out if we made any sale or not so I remember I'm asking my right-hand man I'm like dude, like, dude, how did we do? He's like, we did alright, we did alright, and he just keeps, like, not giving me really good answers, and finally we get to, like, the elevator, right? There's a few people from the event in the elevator, so I can't, again, talk to him that well, but I'm like, hey, how'd everything go? He's like, it went good, and he kind of has a smoke on his face, but, like, a weird look on his face. It's a look I've never seen before from him, so I'm just throwing off, and trust me, I've seen every look possible from this guy, because, you know, all of the past stories that, you know, I don't want to get into, but I've seen it all, but this look, I had never seen. So anyhow, we the elevator opens we're finally on our floor I'm like Carl Lewis trying to get out of the elevator like get away from these people to find out did I even make a sale right so we're walking down the hallway he's like man everything was good and um, we get to the room and I'm like dude how did it go like I want to grab the boy like look him in the face and be like tell me what happened and he just looks at me and he's he's like we did good and he opens up his bag right and I'm telling you there was a stack of like applications of credit card details of the receipts, like this thick. And he just goes, Whoa! And literally, these things go everywhere, all over, like the, the bed in the room, in the hotel room. And he's like, dude, you did awesome. And like, we start counting them. I start picking it up and I'm counting them and it's getting thicker and thicker and I start counting it and I start adding up the money. I'm like, how much like did we make, man? Like how much money did we actually do? And I look at him and he says, Thanks for listening. Be sure to leave a review. And if you want to watch live episodes, be sure to jump over to YouTube and check them out at Vince Reed TV. I'll see you there.